Welcome to the Darcel Andre Podcast, where all sides of me live. Prepare for a turbulent flight through music, spirit, culture, tears, and poetry. If you think you have me figured out, you don't. <laughs> but it's cute that you thought you did. Well, 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 I took us a break, honey. I took a break um, because... I did. (laughs) I don't know if I have any grandiose reason as to why I took a break um, from the episodes. Um, I will say that my mind um, was focused on other things in other directions. And I don't just want to, especially with my podcast, I don't just want to make it just to be like, I got to make it. You know, I I want to make it... um, intentionally. And so as soon as it dawned on me exactly what it is that I wanted to talk about, it strangely also paralleled my current life experience. So for those of y'all that um, follow me, you know that I've been on a juicing fast, right? Which has been excellent, feel amazing, I haven't ever felt better, right? Right. However, I've decided to make an adjustment to the phraseology of it being a juicing fast. You know, um, I think that with the idea of a fast, even just um, the word fast gives me an energy of quickness, right? Um, with a fast, you know, you have a an end date, right? An end goal, a goal where it's like, as soon as I get to this weight, I'm done. As soon as I get to this day, I'm done. However, um, knowing my mind, um, I would say, once I hit this 60 days, you know, I'm going to have me a good old meal, and I'm going to do this, that, and the third, and just try the foods and the things that I have not been eating prior to this moment. Um, and that will not... Um, benefit me in any way. (laughs) In fact, it would probably throw me back into the cycle of unhealthy habits that I, um, I didn't want to be on in the first place, right? That I've done this fast for to alleviate those exact same things. So I said, no, Durso, you got to understand that this is a lifestyle. This is a way of living. This has improved your life. You don't get to put an expiration date on improvement and on the things that are healthy for you. Don't do that. And so I've decided to say it's not that I'm on a juicing fast, but juicing is um, perhaps I'm in a lifestyle change. And um, that's what I've I've decided to do. And, and so far, it has taken the pressure um, off of me to quote unquote do right um, because one, I am going to do right because this is something that's necessary for my life, right? But it is interesting to me how just the changing of words, the changing of how you phrase a thing or what you call a thing will change the energy of that thing. Um, Part of this has to do with actual spirituality concerns, but the other part of it has to do with the mind. The mind is so 
powerful and yet greatly underestimated at the same time. We know that the mind is in charge of pumping the blood, honey, sending this electrical current to this part and this, that, and the third and processing thoughts and taking in information every single day and every single moment, storing memories. It has such a great job that um, even then, we have to learn how to conquer our minds. Even as a holistic and esoteric teacher, spiritual coach, all of those things, the majority of the issues that the clients that I have um, endure have to do with the mind. We have mindset issues. We do a lot of things that programs our minds a certain way and keeps our minds programmed a certain way. And it is up to us to realize when the programming, honey, was a default setting. It was a default setting by way of the manufacturer, your parents, <laughs> by way of the environment that you grew up in, by way of the things that were downloaded uh, unto you unwillingly. You know, in fact, some of the thoughts we would not have chosen um, to have a part of our um, our brain system, our thought system, if we had the opportunity. But we didn't. So it's important for us to be able to distinguish between, is this a spiritual concern? Is this something about, uh, is it greater than me? Is this something that is outside of me? No, it's all in you. It's right in your head. And you have to learn how to conquer that. But the reality is, is that I think the first step to conquering something is a realization, right? When something is realized, that means that you have stepped into the awareness of a reality, right? So with me, when it comes to my weight loss uh, or my health journey, here we go. You see, changing, changing, health journey. Um, I had to have a, a, a reality check. With my blood pressure, with my with the scale, honey, with my clothes, with my facial hair, with everything. I had to have a reality check because I was feeding into this defensive character um, that made me appear to be, um, for lack of better words, you know untouchable, you know, that made me appear to be something, you know, a, a phenom of some sort. The beard, you know, the poses in the photos, just everything. And ultimately, as I'm understanding it better now, I was playing more so into the masculine presenting features as opposed to the feminine, societally feminine presenting features that I possess. Because I think on some subconscious level, um, the feminine presentation equated to vulnerability. And that is that was a part of the programming um, that, you know, I had been downloaded uh, to have, you know, and I, of course, have undone that. And, and, you know, I make it my overall mission to windmill against societal expectations on uh, people, period. 
And so, but I think that I tried to present this very, very masculine thing to, to fix a couple of things. One, to keep me safe. Two, to make people not question my age, right? Um, and three, you know, to conceal, you know, my body, you know, because you look at the beard and you're like, oh, the beard, da, 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 da. you're not really thinking about anything else. But you see, this is all up here. This is all in my mind. When it comes to what I do, what I have been called and placed here on this earth to do, what would it matter if I was 25 or 63? What would it matter if this is what you have been placed here on the earth to do? If this is what it is that you have been called to do, what sense does it make for you to go, oh my gosh, my age? It is because it is your mind. It is you and your dominant negative thought patterns that are um, either accepting um, the projections of other people and or creating stories of your own that seeks to invalidate you and gives you reason to um, be quiet and to not um, be free, right? It gives you reasons. But see, this is a mind thing. It's a mind thing. Nobody ever came to me messaged me, called me, commented, and told me I should not be teaching, helping, reading, working. I shouldn't be doing all of that because of my age. No one has ever said that to me. Has there been implications? Perhaps, but that's still a reach. Have I had experiences where I'm like, mm, you tried to sun me? Yeah, but what did the Spirit say? What did the Spirit say? What does your soul say? And why, in your mind, is that voice not larger and bigger and greater than the few naysayers? It's a mindset. And this, once you have the realization, wait a minute, as I tell my clients all the time, it's really you. It's you, period. It it does you no good to try to play the reindeer games and blame A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P for your issues. It does no good. It's you. Because at the very end of the day, honey, in the beginning of the night, you are solely responsible for your life experience. Yes, you are. You are solely responsible. So it's you. Solely and solely responsible. Right. So you have the realization. Once you have the realization, you have to move on to the willingness, because there's a lot of people that know things are a problem. There's a lot of people that know that relationships are an issue or that this person is toxic or that you are toxic, that they are hurting you or you are hurting yourself. There's a lot of people that know um, or excuse me, they are aware of it. They don't know it. I'm going to say they are aware that that's what's happening. They are aware of it, um, and they do nothing about it because they have found comfortability in their dysfunction. This is a mindset. 
the mind that is telling you the devil that you know is better than the devil that you don't. But that mind also assumes that there's a devil. Mm-hmm. That's what the mind does. And so once you get to a place where you have gotten the realization, wow, this is happening. You have stepped into the awareness of it. Then you get to the willingness. Are you going to do something about it? And unfortunately, a lot of this comes um, underneath the guise of fatigue. People getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. This comes um, at the rock's bottom. Um, Do we have this? Okay, I have to do it, right? And we have different motivators. We have love as a motivator, doing it for yourself, for the whole world, honey, for your family. Honey, you got, uh, what is it, ego as a motivator. Honey, you got pain as a motivator. There's a lot of motivators, but it takes a willingness. You have to be willing, y'all, to do something different. I had to be willing to go to the store and get these vegetables, honey, and pass up the, the tres leche cake. Honey, the red velvet cake, the rotisserie chickens, the the and and dewy sausage, honey, all of the things. It took a willingness. <laughs> it, uh, it 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 takes a willingness to do that, and you gotta be willing. If you are not willing to do it, then what do you you know? We want things fast. We want people to do it for us. That's part of the chokehold that religion has. You want a God or a deity to do everything for you. Everything. Well, if you are here to grow an experience and everything is done for you, what and where does the growth come from? It doesn't. You remain stagnant, unchanged, and you will be in this lifetime again. And that's how that works. So, willingness. Am I willing to stay in this body, in this situation for the rest of my life? Yes or no? No. Am I willing to get up and go to the store and get the vegetables and juice them? Yes or no? Am I willing to actively go through my phone and block everyone that doesn't serve me yes or no am i willing to commit to myself for the first time yes or no am i willing to do that yes or no the biggest factor in willingness is what is at stake It's your why. Why? Why do you want to get healthy? Why do you want to start this business? Why do you want to become more proficient at your job? Why do you want to become a better communicator? Why? You see, your why has to be very strong. You know, um, my mother told me in her days of un, being unhealed and in and, 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 and the depths of anger that um, she would win every fight that she got in. And the reason why she would win is not because um, she was just this skilled, like, 
hand-to-hand combat, which from the story she was. But it wasn't even about that. What it was was that this person is fighting her to prove a point. She is fighting that person to kill them. There's different whys here. There's different things at stake. It's different. And because her why was so strong, she didn't let anything stop her. Didn't matter if the girl or the guy was six foot three, 276 pounds. It didn't matter because her why was stronger. So my question to you is, is your why strong enough? If you are unwilling, your why is not strong enough. I was unwilling to do the work to maintain my weight because the reason why I was doing it was for other people, was to impress a partner, was to be accepted by others. It wasn't because in order to be who I am called to be, I cannot be unhealthy and do this work. That's crazy. That is crazy to do. I cannot be a representation of spiritual growth, of creativity, of wellness, and be unwell. This is my life's work. My why is strong. I do this because I watched my father suffer when he did not have to. I do this because my father didn't have the opportunity to believe in himself as I do today. That's my, that, that's a part of my why. I do this because I've had grandmothers who have been confined to boxes by nature of their lives, their education, by nature of, of the time, but still found a way to fill the box, honey, to maximum capacity, to overflow, to overstretch, honey. I may be in a box, honey, but the flowers is going to hang over the edge because I have a mother. I have a mother who told me, Darcel, listen to me. They may be able to outsing you. They may be able to outdance you. They may may be able to outact you, but never let them outwork you. You see, my why is filled with memories and lineages and blessings and histories and importance and life or death is yours. Yes or no.